your dreams can be your reality. You all, time isn't real. Okay, that is fucking crazy. Spirituality, manifestation, travel, money, entrepreneurship. Welcome to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Wright. Hello and welcome back to the show. It's your host, Chelsea Reif, and today's guest is an internet friend, kind of an internet best friend. It's one of those people that you just connect with online and you feel like you've actually met them in person and hung out. And it is also a repeat guest of the podcast, Katie Allen. So Katie is actually a lipstick-obsessed style coach who believes that style is a form of self-care, and she always wants to ensure that you feel good. She teaches female entrepreneurs how to start every day with confidence and clarity all from the closet. And I personally worked with Katie, and it was just what I needed, especially during COVID lockdown. I was going through a really hard time at one point where I just wasn't hopeful about anything. I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel. I was just becoming lazier and lazier and just in my everyday routines, like sleeping in late and not really properly hydrating, not properly nourishing myself, not getting dressed. And when I saw Katie promoting her style services, I was like, you know what? This is what I need. I need a boost in my style to bring back my confidence and almost in an opposite way, like have my outer self show my inner self how much fun it is and how there is hope and how a style can change your attitude. So we talk about Katie's journey into style coaching. What does style coaching even mean? And why is that different from a stylist? And then we talk about something that's so unique is syncing your style with your cycle. So you all know that I have actually talked about this in the past where I started tracking my cycle And it really opened up my eyes to so many different things, including like why my energy levels dip at certain points of the month and then spike during others. And I feel like that's obvious, but for the longest time, I always just noticed when I PMS and that was it. I didn't understand the other parts of my cycle. And so once I learned those parts of my cycle, I actually started to experiment with, okay, what if I put a launch around this date? And what if I rest during this period? And what if I try this thing on this time? And I noticed it actually helped. And I was like, wow, thank God I didn't do like a crazy five day intensive during my period or when I'm PMSing because that's the time I need to rest. And so Katie saw this really interesting gap where she noticed because our energy levels fluctuate and our attitude and moods, your style should match that too, or at least make you feel good during these specific periods of your cycle. So now she does style coaching. And again, she syncs your style with your cycle, which is fucking genius. You are absolutely going to love her. And I cannot wait for you to hear this episode. Now, just a few updates on the business front. Mic Drop is officially closing down the early bird enrollment this Sunday, August 15th. So you have just a few more days to get in on this. It is the ultimate podcast launch course. I am teaching you every single thing that I've learned in my last four plus years of podcasting. And I'm talking the tech setup, recording tips, how to actually submit your podcast to Spotify and Apple Podcasts, cover art guidelines, interviewing and storytelling. I'm even including pitch templates so you can pitch guests on your show. So if you want to know how I've gotten some of these higher profile guests with really not a lot of downloads, I'm sending you this exact pitch template and you're going to be able to use it. 
Before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to update you on a few things on the business front. You've heard me talk about Mic Drop, which is the ultimate podcast launch course, and the early bird enrollment is officially closing down this Sunday, August 15th at midnight EST, and that is for $97 off, and there are payment plans available. So if you've been wanting to launch your own podcast, I am teaching you every single thing that I know from A to Z. We're talking the tech setup, recording tips, pitching guests, interviewing and storytelling, cover art. And I know a lot of this stuff can seem overwhelming, but I've created extremely short, efficient training modules that will drip out every week. And then at the end of the week, there will be a Q&A call. So you can watch the module and then bring your questions or your podcast progress to the call. And I will review and give you feedback or answer any questions you have. So I very intentionally broke this up into steps where we start with the foundation of setting everything up, and then we move to more of the interviewing and storytelling and publishing. So this isn't going to be one of those courses where you just open up the course and there's like 85 modules with 90 minute videos. This is very much structured so that you can work in those steps. And there's a community hub. So everybody that's in the course will be part of this community hub and you can connect between the calls. So if you all want to either set up podcast swaps, which should be amazing, just ask questions, brainstorm with each other, that would be an incredible thing that I would absolutely recommend because I know the power of community and two brains is always better than one. So you also get access to that hub. So you can check out my show notes if you want to sign up. And again, Early Bird is closing down this Sunday. That's for $97 off. And then it will go up on Monday. If you have any questions, you know where to find me at Chelsea Wright for at Non-Expert Opinion Pod. And with that, let's dive into this week's episode. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I am here with style coach Katie Allen, who is no stranger to the podcast. This is your second or third appearance on the podcast. We keep doing a bunch of podcast swaps because we have so much fun talking, and I'm so excited to talk about today. Style, style syncing, everything. Welcome to the show. Ah, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. And I agree. I love getting together with our conversations. They're always so good. Oh, they're so fun. And we have like a funny story. I feel like we actually met years ago at this point online through Instagram. We call ourselves internet friends. And then we had our podcast and I was on yours and you were on mine. Then you took my course. Then I invested in your styling. So we've like done a full circle together and really watched each other grow, which is it's been incredible. Yes, it's been amazing. And I will never forget the first time you were on my podcast. I was sitting on the floor. I didn't have a desk in my closet yet or anything. Like my, It was like the beginning of the podcast. I was so fucking nervous. I was like, oh my God, it's the first person I don't know. <laughs> it's so wild. And then we've all, all our topics keep changing too. Like our last one is about spirituality. Now today we're going to talk about styling and syncing. And I feel like that is a perfect testament to the growth and evolution that we both have seen in the last probably year for sure i'm so excited so why don't we start with the conversation we were having right before we hit record i was like okay i'm gonna introduce you as a stylist and then i realized wait that's not really what i would describe you as and you said the same thing yeah i am getting feedback that i'm more than a stylist and so we introduced you as style coach and i want to talk about that so what do you actually do as a style coach Yes. So it's so funny because like well, I was saying right before you hit record, I was like when I first started this journey, my first like breadcrumb, so to speak, when I was on this journey of like, what do I do after losing my job was this hit on style coaching. But at the time I felt 
well, way too much imposter syndrome to say that. And I was really comfortable saying personal stylist because of like my background at work and my degree in fashion. And like I had done styling through my in my career and things like that. So I was like, oh, I can say styling because that was my old title at my job anyway, right? It was like director of style. So I was like, oh, I totally can do that. But the word coach was like triggering me. And last week, and you know, so I've been running this business, I guess it's been like six or seven months now. And then last week, first, it was like a testimonial from a client. And she was like, the, she ended the whole testimonial with, she's so much more than a stylist. And then somebody shared a story and they were just talking about her interaction. And they were like, you should go follow her. Her name's Katie Allen Stylist, but she's so much more than a stylist. And it was just like this constant like story of like, she's so much more than a stylist. And I was talking to my husband. And I said, I, I really feel called to sit down and rewrite like my offers so I can get clear for myself, because to me, that was just like the first step of like owning this space that I've stepped into. And he was like, yeah, totally go do it. Like kind of in passing, like, yeah, totally go do it. And then I did it. And then when I was doing that, I was thinking of all the things that come up for my clients and it's never really about the clothes. It's always about, it always starts with like the permission. Like you and I even had this conversation. Like we hadn't even really talked, but just because you were like, Katie, I'm ready. You just started doing stuff and you just started just seeing things different, seeing the potential and like how this shift could impact your life and like using clothes to like raise your vibration. And it's not really about the clothes themselves. It's just the way that those particular items of clothes make you feel. And I just started to see that in everybody. And I also started to see the flip side. And I'd love to talk about this too in a few minutes, but I've also started to see how people started getting negative feedback for it because they were stepping in and feeling amazing and it was kicking up other people's shit. And I found myself reaching out to other coaches saying, hey, my clients are doing great. I'm so glad I'm making so much impact in their lives, but they're getting this negative feedback. How do I support them with that? And it was like, this all happened in the same week. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so much more than just a stylist. Cause now I'm helping women navigate their relationship with their husbands, their bosses, their coworkers, whatever that is, because they're showing up for themselves in a way that these people who are comfortable with them have never seen them show up. Ooh, we definitely got to get into that because that is, like you said, way beyond just styling. And to your point, people would ask me too, when I started working with you, oh, send me her info. And I would send them, you know, your Instagram, but I was like, I, I don't know how to explain it though. She does more than styling. Like we've done more exercises and you sent me these like self-love exercises. And I was like, this isn't just her picking out, you know, a shopping board and saying, go shop and have fun. We really are getting into the psychology of things, which is so yes. fascinating. And I can't wait to dive into it. So why don't you tell us a little bit about how this even came to be? Because like you said, this business still is in its first year. So where did yes. you get the idea that styling was your next step? So it all started with a conversation with Chelsea. We, it, we had finished up your program and part of it was the bonus in that program was I, a one-on-one, right? So when I had started that program with you, like the week I had lost my job and that was back in August and then I attended it 
And it felt great, but my energy definitely wasn't where it needed to be, but it definitely got me through that first week or, I mean, most of the first weeks of losing my job. So I was so grateful for it. But in hindsight, I'm like, I don't think I truly took advantage of it. And then come November, I was like, Chelsea, can I still use that one-on-one? Like, I totally understand if you don't want to do it, but I really just, I need some clarity. And I just love you following you, watching you grow. And I just feel like you are one of the most grounded, most connected just someone I really, really feel like I can just be my authentic, honest self with you. And like, you're not going to judge me. And you're just going to say this one soundbite that's going to blow my mind. And it's going to be effortless. We were on a call. So you said, yes, we were on a call and you were like, we went through this whole meditation and it was amazing. And then you just said, just start mind mapping. Like, cause I was like, I need an action. Like this call was amazing. But like, what happens tomorrow when I'm by myself? <laughs> And you, and you were like, just start mind mapping. I was like, I can't write in the bubbles. And you were like, then don't write in the bubbles. <laughs> and I was like, it's always something simple, but we won't give ourselves permission to do it. So for a week straight, I just was like doing this mind mapping. Like, what do I want? Like, what do I want if I go back to a job? And what do I want if I start a business? Because I really wanted to start a business, but because I had no clarity around what it was, I couldn't give myself permission to stop looking for jobs. And I was in this, I have never not had a job. I mean, the company I got laid off from, I'd been there 11 years, like so long, right? And I was just mind mapping. I was just mind mapping. And then I don't know what happened next. And I honestly, I kind of wish I did, but I don't. I'm sure it was some kind of a breathwork meditation or whatever, but I just, or maybe someone was working through me, but I found myself Googling and I can't remember what I Googled. Either this makes the story suck or it makes the story incredible. I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't remember what I Googled, but what popped up on the screen, I'll never forget the visual. It just said International Association of Style Coaching. And I just had like the, again, heavens parted, like the sun is shining. And I just had this aha moment. And I was like, that's it. Like, how come I hadn't seen this before? I thought of this before. And it wasn't because it sounded fun, but because that's what I've always done. And that's who I always was. And when I went back to my husband and I was like, and we've been together dating and married the whole thing, 20 years. So he met me when I was 19. Now I'm like 40, right? Not quite 40 when this happened, but same. And I said, I know what it is. It's style coaching. Like, this is what I do. Like, this is what I'm passionate about. And it has that coaching piece to it, even though I didn't let myself step into it. And he just like was dumbfounded. And he said, Almost to himself, too. He was like, why the fuck didn't we ever think of this before? He said, I can't believe it took this to get you there. And I was like, and he was even like blaming himself because he was like, I know you. I've watched you grow up. I've just like watched you do all these things. And it was just like this aha moment of like, duh, that's what you're supposed to be doing. And then that same week, I, I'd been in this business group that I had been in a whole year with no business, but just a podcast. And just trusting the feeling that like I was supposed to be there, even though I was literally the only person in a business group without a business. <laughs> and I messaged my coach that day and I said, and we're coming to the end of our year together, right? And it's been a whole year in a business group. And I said, oh shit, I think I know what it is. Can I, and this week we had hot seats. And I said, can I pitch this idea to the group and like, just get some feedback? And she was like, oh my God, people are going to love this. And I pitched it in the group. And then one of the, um, one of my friends in the mastermind or one of the other ladies in the mastermind with me, like literally immediately messaged me afterwards and was like, how do I give you my money? And I was like, oh shit, this is it. 
That is so in alignment. That's what I always say. Like something that comes so easy to you that people are telling you, like, send me the invoice. Give me your like, give me the payment link. It's like, how could you deny that that's your truth? And that's what you're meant to be doing. And it's it's unreal. And it was so hard to believe it and to trust it because we're we just have been taught or believe or whatever that is, like for so long to just like if one plus one is two and like you just do this and believe me, like coming up in 40 years and like working, climbing my way up the corporate ladder for so many years, like my beliefs and like everything, it was just like, I was at odds with myself and I kept just following this little teeny, teeny like voice. And I was like, Oh God, what am I doing? What am I doing? And then I guess you see like, it just pays off. It's still scary. Don't get me wrong, but it's unreal. And now I'm like, now I'm one of those people. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, just believe in yourself. It will happen. And it's like, it really can be that simple if you let it. But I, I just read a quote today. that was like, sometimes letting it be easy is the hardest thing to discover. I'm like, it is like sometimes when things come so easy, you almost feel guilty. Like, if this is so easy for me, then someone else must be struggling. So I need to make myself struggle too, because I don't want to be unrelatable. And I think that's why so many of us have these insane talents and gifts. But we're like, it's way too easy. It's almost a joke. And then it we like throw it in the trash. When in reality, it's like, no, that was the universe being like, I made it easy for you. So you could use that gift. And I feel like you're someone that has now accepted that and totally run with it. Yeah, I completely agree. Like last week that came up um, in a conversation I was having, it was like, it's usually the simplest things, but we don't, it, but it's not easy just because it's simple doesn't mean it's easy. And I feel like women struggle with that even more than men. And that's why I really, really enjoy working with women. Cause I just feel like we have been taught for so long that things have to be so hard, like no matter what it is. And believe me every day, <laughs> every day I'm working through that. Like I caught myself this morning before we hopped on here, I was messaging a friend and I was like, the way my week is set up this week is perfect. Like I'm so excited about it. And then literally like five seconds after hanging up the call with her, I was like, oh my God, why why is my week so good? Oh shit. And it's like, because you intentionally set it up that way and you burnt Morgan really, really hard to get it that way. Oh my God. I am like dying laughing because I'm over here in Germany doing mindset coaching. I mean, this is not a thing here. You know what I mean? So he's like, so what is your schedule? Like, what are you doing? Cause here I am out working in the garden and like kind of chilling. And I even felt myself being like, do I need to be doing more? Like what's happening? I need to fill up my time. And even last week I was in a plaza, just chilling, drinking coffee for three hours, getting back to my clients on Voxer. And I think because we both have corporate American backgrounds, we think, oh my God, I have to fill up my day nine to five. I can't take that long of a lunch break. I have to start work early. And so now that like, to your point, we've set up our dream schedules. It does feel weird. It feels a bit edgy or like we're, we're almost like doing something like, I always feel like I'm going to get caught. I always tell people this. <laughs> yes. This morning I was like talking myself up. I was like, Katie, you are not doing anything wrong. You're not going to get in trouble. You're allowed to live like this because I've just seen such a difference just like in my own house. Right. So like the three people I live with are doing amazing because I've been choosing myself. Now those three people are interacting with three more people in a day and it just keeps going. And I truly believe at the end of the day, that's what happens when we are like living in our gifts and doing what we're supposed to do. Now, old Katie, even a year ago, or especially two years ago, when like I'm commuting and everything, 
the three people in my house, I mean, I loved the shit out of them, but I don't know if I was really serving them. Like I was out, like, I don't want to say I was out of my mind, but I was not happy. So like, you know, a lot of those interactions were forced, rushed, whatever they were, or I just wasn't even there. Honestly, I can't even tell you because I wasn't even present. It's so crazy. And now it's like, wow, I have free time to actually nurture my relationships and do things. But because again, like you said, we've been so conditioned to like plow through it that mm-hmm. we're like, ooh, this is this is new. I have free time in my in my schedule. And I love that you've really started to build out what that schedule looks like in your ideal lifestyle. It's amazing. Well, I want to talk about style coaching a little bit because like we said, it's not just styling and it's not just coaching. It's such a mix. And so can you walk us through maybe even my package we can talk about, like what we specifically did and why you you chose that route and like what feels good about what you're doing? Because it is very, very helpful. Yeah. So like the package that you and I did actually helped me out a lot, kind of come to this space of it's not about the clothes. Like right when you and I had talked and you were like, I really want to lean into this, like, hey, let's talk. Um, and I was like, okay, here's kind of what I'm doing. And you were like, well, I'm not really that interested in like the shopping boards. And I was like, well, good, because to, to be completely honest, like me neither, because that's not where the magic is, ha- what I had started seeing, like where the magic was happening. And you were like, let's make something else. And I was totally down with it because I was like, okay, this is so in alignment with how I feel. And I just feel like when things show up like that a lot of time and it feels good, then you know, like that's the path you're supposed to be taking. And that's right around the same time when I just started to have this shift about like, what is it? And we started working together. And I just remember in the beginning, it was like, okay, the first thing we're going to do is like, let's just get clear on like, how do you want to feel? Like, tell me the three words that you want to feel. And then for me, that's the foundation of everything. And I don't know if everyone does this, but I remember that's kind of where my coaching journey started was with my first um, life coach mentor that I invested in. It was just like, okay, you got to get really clear in your why. And then you have to get really clear on how you want to feel. And then what I started to realize, well, for myself, but what I've started to realize through my clients is most of the time when you ask someone like, well, how do you want to feel during the day? They're like, good. I'm like, me too. But what does good mean to you? Like, okay, so you want to feel good. So what would make you feel good? And it's everyone has these like super basic answers that we know that we're supposed to say like, well, I want to hang out with my kids more or I want to like whatever it is. And it and I challenge people because I am a mom. Do you really want to hang out with your kids more or do you want the time that you have with your kids to just be a more impactful And the answer is usually you don't really actually want to hang out with them more. You just want the time that you do have with them to be amazing because chances are you actually would really need some time to yourself so you could understand yourself because when you understand yourself, anyone you spend time with, whether it's five minutes or 50 minutes, it's so much more impactful. And that's where it kind of started for me is a lot of women couldn't even answer that question, right? They're like, I don't know how I want to feel. Like I want to feel good or great, or awesome. And I'm like, that's not really like, let's pull out some real adjectives. You want to feel like bold, feminine, edgy, cool. And then, so we started talking, we did that. Then there's some other activation exercises. I was like, okay, Chelsea, I need you to go on Pinterest and pick out pictures, art, scenes, interiors, exteriors that aren't actually clothes. Because then we start to see, like, it's not really the clothes. It's like, what are you drawn to? Like, what is speaking to your soul right now? And then I made you get on the phone. And I was like, okay, now tell me, now that you've done this, now tell me. I know how you want to feel the three words. I remember it was like edgy, cool, 
um, relatable, authentic. I can't remember all the ones we talked about so many. And I was like, okay, now tell me about all these different pictures and like, how do they correlate? And would, and then even without me tying those two things for, together for you to begin with, I was like, okay, t- Chelsea, tell me why you picked these pictures and you would just say it. And then everything you said always correlated back to like the three words that you chose and different things like that. And I just think it's really powerful because you're kind of teaching women to like trust themselves. You're like, Hey, you do know what you want. You do know what you're attracted to. You just have to give yourself permission to figure it out. And I feel like I could just like go down a rabbit hole <laughs> with our time together and the process and things like that. And so I'm sure you have some questions out of this, but I think one of my favorite parts of this and like you specifically, cause it was so dead on and so easy is like, we picked out all these really cool, like Santorini style or South of France photos with the water and the boats and the mountains and all these things. And then on the back end, you had started dropping pictures of clothes that you liked. And then when we started to see, it was like the flow of the mountain would be the same flow of the pants that you picked out or the color of the boats was like the same color that will pop up in your shirts or your, or whatever, your hair accessories. And then you can start to see how your soul is picking these. You, you your most deepest authentic self. And that's the part for style for me that's so impressive. And the part I really want to shift, and you'd use the word earlier, like the psychology behind it, which is my favorite part is it's you. Personal style is you. And there's this whole thing where people are like, well, I want, do I have to be a blogger? Do I have to be a fashionista? And now we live in this world of like YouTubers and Instagrammers and content creators. And everyone thinks they have to be them or look like them or act like them, but it's not. It's like literally go on Pinterest, what speaks to you. What colors are you attracted to? Chances are those are the colors that actually look amazing on you. Let's just like play around a little bit with the shades and the tones. Oh, I love that. I can't wait to dive deeper. And I feel like it would help listeners for me to give context of what even prompted me to reach out to you was I felt like I was really stylish in high school and then college. I was kind of stylish, but then you get in a sorority and everybody starts wearing the exact same thing. Everybody's wearing the jean shorts. Every like everybody was always wearing the same thing. So I feel like I lost my individual sense of style. And then I went into corporate America where you just dress business casual. And so I was wearing the same like seven outfits all the time. And then on the weekend, that was my time to dress up. And it was just, you know, skinny jeans and maybe a cute top. And I just remember feeling like I feel like I lost that fun sense of style I had in high school where I would wear like the funny sleeves or like a weird accessory, but people would always comment. And I always remember feeling like I feel fun wearing this stuff. And I feel like because of the pandemic, when we all got used to wearing leggings and hoodies every day, (laughs) I was just like, that's my style now is athleisure. And I remember specifically my business was doing well. Uh, Germany was fine. I think I was in Florida actually at the time. So I was with my family and friends, but I just kept thinking, I'm like, what's missing? Like I hired a yoga instructor. I like, I was just looking for what was going on because it felt like something was off. And I was like, you know what it is? I don't feel like I have my personal sense of style and I feel like I lost it somewhere. And so when I joined my zoom calls, which is when I'm supposed to be in my best energy with these clients, I always just feel like I'm wearing the same shirt, the same hairstyle, the same hoop earrings. And I'm like, I feel like this is something missing with my style. And so I reached out to you thinking, you know, you're going to give me an intake form that's just like, what are your measurements? What colors do you like? And, you know, how tall are you? And I was blown away by the intake because to your point, it made me think of, well, how do I want to feel with my style? And I don't think I've ever been asked that or even thought about it myself. And then it prompted even more, like when you had the Pinterest activity, I was like, 
I remember thinking she's going to think this is insane. Like I'm pinning so many different images that have nothing to do with the style. And then the styles I were picking were very like street style and grungy and kind of, but then also sweet and feminine. And I'm like, is this too confusing for her? Like, she's going to be like, Chelsea, I don't understand what your style is. And then by the end of our package, it was like, oh, you're dramatic with like a sense of romance. I was like, oh, that is a good, that is my style. And it helped me define so much of what was missing in my life at that point. And I remember after that, I could tell my energy was different on calls because I felt good. I looked good. And I felt like I was embodying those traits that we, we covered. So I can't thank you enough because that really like was a total shift in energy. Awesome. I love it so much. And I love like what you had said about like bringing the two things together. And for me, like that's the money and that's how I've always used my own style. But like you said, it's the gift that you don't know that you should share with other people. And someone had told me like, every time you think, oh, this is dumb, I shouldn't share it. You should actually share it. And that's what I'm always telling people. I'm like, look, there's five quote unquote major style themes, right? That a lot of different styles roll up under, but like art is hard to pin down. So we'll put it in five buckets to get people to wrap their heads around it. And then everybody moves in that space, but there's usually like two to three things that we're really, really drawn to. And for me, like the heat, like your magic, your fire is when you figure out how to marry those two things together. It's almost like the yin and the yang. It's like the masculine, the feminine. And I feel like our styles are exactly the same because you were like, I really want this like street style, this edge, but I'm also have this like romantic boho feminine vibe. And like, how do I marry these two together? And some days it's 50, 50 and some days it's 75, 25, but you are only the judge of that. And it's like, when those two things, whatever that is that you need for that day and you tap into how you want to feel that day, as long as you have both, then you're on fire. And that's what I tell people is like, you have to give yourself permission to be you. And that's where that personal style comes in. And it's like, look, I know I love skirts. For me, it's like, I know I love skirts, but I hate high heels. So like I had to give myself permission to be like, okay, you're only wearing tennis shoes and that's cool. Like, and that's you. And when I do that, like I feel my best. I could show up on podcast interviews. I could show the best of my clients, you know, whatever that is. Even if it's just picking my kid up at school. And that's the other thing I want to give women permission. And this is kind of how I kind of got to that style sinking piece. Is it's about feeling good all the time, not just when you're in front of other people. More importantly, I say when you are by yourself. And I think that's what a lot of us learned out of COVID is, gosh, it's hard to be by yourself. <laughs> it's hard to be in the house around other people because now you don't have all the distractions and getting dressed every day. And I will never forget. It was probably like in April when it's like COVID wasn't fun anymore. <laughs> like yeah. when you were like, <laughs> like everyone was like, Ooh, I don't want to go back to work for, we don't know when. Right. And it was fun. But like in April, it became like not fun really quick, especially when school shut down. You're like, Oh, hold on. This isn't fun. <laughs> yeah. Not fun. Not fun. Cause now I'm trying to like run my career, my own emotions and fear the world's fear. And I'm a teacher, like did not sign up for that. And I'll never forget the one day I did not like shower in the morning and get dressed and put on makeup with like whatever that version of that was back then was the single worst day that I experienced in the pandemic. And it was just like burned in my brain. And like in hindsight, I'm like, okay, that was like feedback for my journey. But in April, I was like still months away from losing my job. I was still months away from figuring this out. And then I was like, it doesn't matter who you're around or what you're doing and where you're at, like on your cycle, whether you're bleeding or not bleeding, you deserve to feel like a fucking queen all of the time. And then we play with those styles. So like the day, if like you're given a big presentation or meeting a new client and 
the street edge is speaking to you, then you need to have that. But what's the one romantic piece that grounds you or like whatever that is for you. And that's the part I just, I'm like obsessed with. Oh, it makes so much sense. And it really does going back to like the feelings and the emotions is I think women to your point think we can only look good if we're going out on a night on the town or it's date night or if I have a big meeting instead of just like how do I want to feel in those days between and I would love to transition to style syncing because it's something I truly have never heard of even though I've heard about cycle tracking and it's something that has totally changed the game for me. I've talked about this on the podcast. When I learned about it, I started actually writing things out and tracking. And I noticed, oh my God, when I launch a program, if I'm on my bleed, I'm not going to be in my best energy. So let me try and like jig around my schedule to make it work. And I noticed, I was like, whoa, I actually am working with my phases and my energy is better. And then I can rest on these weeks. And it just made so much sense. So I'm curious, how did you tie style to cycles and syncing? Oh, so good. Well, it's funny, like, again, like in hindsight. So I had got off of the pill. I'd been um, 39 at the time. I'd been on the pill since I was 18. Right. So essentially 20 years on the pill. I got off the pill literally fucking like 11 days before I lose my job. And so getting off the pill, I was like, okay, I'm going to lean into this because I had to find a new way to connect with my body. So I like jump right into style, uh, cycle syncing. And then I lost my job. So now I was like, okay, what else feels real? Right. So the style seeking cycle sinking I felt like just saved me and it was a one way I kept connecting back to myself and then when I was like okay I'm gonna start a business like what you were saying it had blown my mind about okay these weeks I'm noticing I don't feel so good like how do I show up how do I show up and then I started working with women and it was all about the feelings for me and it's always been all around the feelings for me and I always try to do the like vibrational match, right? Like the biggest indicator is like, how do you feel? And if you don't feel good, then that's not it. So if you don't feel good, that's fine. But like, how do you change it? Like, how do you fix it? Like, what's that energy leak? And how do you shift it the other way? And so the business is going and I can tell it's more than just style. And I was meditating. I probably was PMSing because I was still really, really struggling with the back half of my cycle, even into the beginning of this year. And I um, was working on that. So I was really meditating a lot. And out of that meditation, this one I remember, even though it's still not going to help a lot of people, (laughs) I was just like meditating. And it was one of those ones where shit is just flowing to you and you have like a download. And again, I used to be so triggered when people would say that because I just felt like, ah, I have no clarity and you're getting fucking downloads. (laughs) I don't even know what I want to eat for breakfast. (laughs) And I'll never forget. I was on my living room floor. I was meditating. It was like a Saturday morning. My daughter was on the couch. She was like running her mouth talking about something. And I was just writing and I was just like writing, writing, writing. And it was just coming to me because this whole time I had started to try to look with how can I marry style and my love of it and the gift that I really know that it is with my spirituality and like the things that have really saved me through this year, this year of growth and just like my whole journey to like be this next level version of myself. And I was really struggling with that even when I started the business, because I was like, I know it's so much bigger than that, but people just see it as let me buy you some clothes. Like I'm not your personal shopper. Like it's so much bigger than that. Yes, I can help you shop, but this is going to change your life. And I was like, how do I do that? How do I do that? And I had just been asking myself that question for so many long, so many months. And then I was meditating and it just came to me. 
And it just made sense because that's what I was doing in my own life is like, I was leaning in every week to how I wanted to feel. That's how I started my schedule. Right. It's where it started was my business because my business was new and big and scary. So I was really leaning into like, okay, these weeks I'll do this. And these weeks I'll do this. And then I started tying it back. And I was like, but then I started to enjoy my bleed on, cause I've taken away the need to be productive. But then I was like, okay, but now you, we've got to feel good. Right. And then for me feeling good with style. So I was like, okay, so now how do I feel good on my bleed? It starts with stop wearing shitty period underwear for one. So that was my first step. So I went and got all these super cute fucking period underwear. And I was like, okay, I'm feeling good about that. Then it was like, now I'm actually getting real period underwear. Cause then I started looking into products like cups and like thanks and things like that. And I was like, okay, this is great. Like now I'm learning more about my body and the things I'm putting in my body. And then I was kind of just like at that point. And then when I did the meditating, I was like, oh my God, it's all month long because these energies feel different for me all month long. I want to dress different all month long because I'm tapping into these energies all month long. That makes sense for everybody if they're paying attention to how they feel. And I know not everybody's cycling or paying attention to their cycle or we're all on a different journey with that. But I was like, no matter what, even if you're not paying attention to it, you're still naturally, your mood shifts, right? Your mood shifts based on what's going on at work. So I use that as a foundation because it really, really speaks to me. But I know that in general, that just like makes sense. It's like, it's just saying like dress to how you want to feel, like dress to what's going on in your life, dress and make yourself fucking feel good. And I really did want to do link it back to our cycles because I just feel like there's a lot of healing as women that we need to do around there. And I thought it was just a fun, creative way because we're all like, okay, you got to eat like this and you got to work out like this. And you're this productive on this part of your cycle, which is great. And I totally love it and embody it. But I was like, okay, but where's the fun? And to me, style is fun because it's like, okay, well, where's the physical manifestation of this? that I can show like what color lipstick. And of course, you know, I put this in my guide. <laughs> I was like, what color lipstick can we wear each week to like get the feeling that we want out of this? And that's kind of like the first thought when I was writing it, I was like, okay, what color lipsticks am I going to wear when I'm ovulating? What color lipstick do I feel like wearing when I'm in the back half of my cycle? What color lipstick do I want to wear on my bleed? And I just kind of started with that. And then it just started flowing. And I was like, ah, this is amazing. Oh my God. And I love that you brought up how it all came to you during meditation, because I do feel like the word meditation throws people off where they think it's floating, seeing white, not thinking. And I'm like, no, it really is this space to just be quiet and listen to your thoughts and start to really piece things together. And that's what happened. It's like that thought lived within your mind somewhere. And then the other thoughts you had around styling were clearly like at the forefront of your mind all the time. So it's like they actually had this space to come together and merge and become a real idea that would become very helpful. And I feel like that is the power of quieting your mind and just sitting with yourself and being like, okay, let me just, let me just figure out what's going on up there. And then I'll see what happens. Yeah. And it's so funny. Cause even when I did that and it was amazing and I had this huge burst of energy, but like even going back to the beginning of our conversation, I mean, that was months ago. Right. And then I was like, no one cares. No one, no one's cycle syncing. No one's going to pay attention to this. People are going to think I'm crazy. And every time I share it with someone, they're like, oh my God, like, how did you come up with that? And I keep having to just like give myself permission to follow that feedback, to follow those breadcrumbs and just say, there are women out here who need this, both of these um, areas of support. And this is just another way to support them. And like, it's just another way to just 
activate that part of you and your style and just use it as a self-care tool. And it's not selfish and it's not it's not about like, how do I look? It's not about accumulating more clothes or being on the cover of Vogue, which I mean, yeah, I'd love to, but different story. <laughs> it's just about like, how can I just be the best version of myself? Yeah, I like that you brought that whole concept up because I remember when I reached out about styling, it did feel like I was almost being entitled in a way of like, oh, I have a stylist now and like I'm being selfish and frivolous and this is just like an indulgent expense. And I actually had like some resistance to it because it just felt like such a different version of me to even say like, I have a stylist or I'm investing in my personal style. And it, it just, it almost sounds like something that only celebrities yes. do, like you said, or fashion bloggers and the people that you're now working with are people like me and you are like, I just want to feel better in my everyday life. And so now I'm curious with cycle syncing and styling, how have you helped your clients? Like, have you noticed a really big difference with integrating this new work? Oh God. Yes. So like so many things have come up for so many people. Like, it's just amazing. And it's amazing for, this is the part where I'm like, ah, I love this so much. It's like watching. And I'm sure this is how people have felt about me in the past. Like, oh, look at her showing up for herself finally. But I've just seen so many, like, there's a couple key people that just like take it and run with it always. And it's so fun. But even last week I was talking to a client, my first client ever, actually. So the very first person that ever signed up with me and I was talking to her last week, we were doing travel packing session and just trying to make that fun. Right. Cause like traveling for a vacation is stressful because you don't know what to pack, but we really played this exercise. I said, okay, well, how do you want to feel? What memories do you want to have? You're going to take photos. You're going to keep for a lifetime. Let's make this fun. Let's make a color scheme. Like let's do all these fun things and make it fun instead of like, fuck, I don't know what to wear. So we were going through that and it was just really fun. Um, and she said to me, and I even included this on my podcast because it was blew my mind. She said, I said, you know, I started with like, well, how are things going? Like, how do you feel? And it's normal to go through ruts or to fall off on the different things that we do, whether it's exercise, meditating or whatever. And she felt like she wasn't doing enough. And she said to me, I well, it's going okay. But the one thing I can say I've been doing is I have a Goodwill bag in my closet now. And I was like, okay, okay. Cause I was thinking about, okay, we're, we're doing closet edits and you're getting rid of clothes that don't fit. And she was like, so now every morning or you know, whenever I'm getting dressed, if I don't feel good in something or it's not giving me the feeling I need, it just goes straight in the bag. And I was like, Oh my God. I was like, I literally have the chills right now. I was like, do you realize yes, how, <laughs> I was like, do you realize how big that is? I was like, that's huge. I was like, you're literally empowering yourself every day. And she was like, oh yeah, I didn't think about it like that. I was like, yes. I was like, my mind is blown. I was like, we all need a goodwill bag in our closet now. It's like, because she said, because it was sitting right there that she felt like it was okay to put the clothes down. And I think this is like one of the things that you and I really connected on in the beginning is I was like, clothes hold memories and they hold energy. And if you wore that dress, that top, whatever, on a night where you maybe weren't your best self. And for uh, for me personally, there's been a lot of like drunk company Christmas parties or whatever, right? I don't want to wear that dress, that top, that jumper ever again. Donate it to a woman that can use it, that can create her own new brand memories, brand new memories with it and pay it forward. And that's kind of where I was with this client because she had some really nice clothes. She didn't want to part with them because she had invested in them. 
but they didn't make her feel good. And I was like, your peace isn't worth it. And also if we flip our mind frame on that and we say, okay, but there's a woman that's leaving an abusive relationship or whatever that is, that's at a shelter somewhere that needs a new outfit to get her next job or to get her next step. You're helping her do that. Those clothes aren't serving you, but they can serve her. So like, how can we do that? So there's like so much built in that. Like, when she said back to me, I was like, wow, you are totally empowering yourself. And now you're empowering other people. And because that bag is sitting right there, it's like the tie around your finger to remember to put yourself first. And oh my God, I just have the chills the whole time I'm talking. (laughs) I can't even focus. (laughs) It is so empowering. Like you said, that is the word when you take charge of what you're putting on your body. Like we always focus on health and wellness and inner and it's like the outer is just as important. And that actually brings up a memory of when I was in Australia and I kept, I had to keep packing like every three months to up and move. And I noticed this one green tank top kept coming with me. And this is a green tank top. That was when I was at like my largest weight, when I was very insecure, like eating like shit, blacking out all the time, hooking up with guys I didn't even like. And I would always wear this green top. And I even remember it's coming to me right now. I like wore to play tennis with this guy that I ended up hating. And somehow this, this green tank top made it all the way to Australia. And every time I packed it, I was just like, why do I still have this? And it was just kind of like, Oh, well, it's a green tank top to work out in. Like, it's just, it's fine. You don't need to throw it away. But I was like, no, every memory I can think of with this tank top isn't good. Even though it's just a silly thing that I wear to work out in, it still holds all those memories. And I remember just throwing it away in Australia. And I, I, felt this major shift of energy and it was like who knew that simply getting rid of this would actually give me an internal shift and that's something that I feel like you're really good at is making that that visual of like hey I know it seems like it's just a jacket in your closet or it just seems like a pair of shoes but it's like those are there's energy and memory tied into those items for sure I love that story I mean, I've mentioned I don't know how many times on this podcast that I lost my job in 2020 11 years worth of clothes in my closet. And towards the end of my career there, I did a lot of videos. I was a spokesperson, went to trade shows, all these things. So I had certain outfits that I would wear. I mean, there was even a point where they would pay for some of these clothes, right? Because there were clothes I had to wear on screen and different things. So it was um, part of the videos and the marketing and stuff that we were doing. And there was this one teal dress that literally was made for me, right? Like it was made for my body, the color. It was like amazing, fantastic. One of my favorite dresses. And I literally was like crying inside, but I knew I had to let it go. And I literally cleared out my whole entire closet. Well, not right after I got let go, after I decided that I wanted, once I knew what I wanted to do, once I had that clarity moment, I was like, okay, if I'm preaching this to my clients, I have to do it too. And I just remember that dress because it was perfect, but it only reminded me of those videos. It only reminded me of that life. And I was like, okay, Katie, I know it's amazing, but you got to let it go. And then what's that next version of you? Like what's the next dress that is you? And like you were saying, we only focus on like our mental and uh, working out and what we're eating. And I'm like, but the clothes we wear are just the physical representation of the work we are doing on the inside. Like I could meditate for five hours, journal, eat every carrot and green, but then I go put on a shitty pair of holy sweatpants and a t-shirt that has a coffee stain on it, I am not going to show up as my best self. It's not about putting on a Gucci suit, but like, hey, what are the things that do make me feel good? There's definitely some baby steps in there that we could take. Yes. Oh my God. I wanted to bring that up too is 
we've kind of talked about it, but I would love to go deeper into it is do you come across clients that are like, oh, I kind of want to do this, but it seems like indulgent or over the top or like, I'm like, that's how I kind of felt like, oh, am I being too bougie? And how do you deal with, with people that have those mindsets? I think if I'm honest with myself, almost every person I've come in contact with has felt like that somewhere along the way. And while my job isn't to like definite, like pick out the thing that you probably would have picked out for yourself, because then why would you have hired me anyway? It's definitely to meet you where you are. So what I've tried to do and things I'm really leaning into now are just like little activation exercises and different things like challenges. Cause I feel like if we can do it in baby steps and we work together, you know, over a period of time, like we can get there. And then like by the end of this, like, okay, well, what are you ready for now? So for one, I always start with like the permission and like, we kind of go through that exercise, but something I've really been leaning into now is style challenges. It's like, okay, what's that one thing? Like on our first call, like what's that one thing we've talked about how you want to feel, you know, we've done all these little exercises to kind of get you there because really in reality, you do have to do that work. I can't do that work for you. Even though, believe me, I've paid thousands of dollars for someone else to do that for me. It just doesn't work like that. So once we go through that and we connect there, I'm like, okay, so what's that next thing? Is it lipstick? Is it the dress that you have in the back of your closet that you don't let yourself wear unless it's a date night or whatever? Um, Is it just shorts? Like you're not really comfortable with shorts. Like what is it? And it's not just about wearing it, but we'll pick something simple. Like what's the next, it's almost like, you know, when people say like, what's the next thought I can have? Okay. What's the next best style decision you can make? Like what's the next thing you can adorn your body with to feel amazing and pick that. And then I want you to know how you felt throughout that day. What changed for you that day? What conversations did you have that day? What was your interaction with your kids like that day? What was your interaction with your significant other that day? How did you show up for your clients? You know, were you more friendly in the grocery store? Did more people smile at you? Did you smile at more people? Like what happened to you in that day by just making that one shift? And for me, that's been a game changer personally, like with anything, not necessarily my style, whether it's my sheets, whatever. I mean, and it's not like I'm going from, like I was joking earlier about from sweatpants to Gucci. It's like, okay, so I usually wear leggings to drop my daughter off and like my gym outfit. And while that's fine, but if I'm not actually going to the gym and I want to take it one step, then like, okay, maybe let's throw on jeans and your favorite pair of sandals just today. And let's just see how you feel. And once you start playing with that and you see how you feel, it's not about dressing up for other people. Then you start to notice it is about dressing up for you. But then when that day comes that you are going to the gym or you sincerely want to wear the yoga pants, then you know you can give yourself permission to do that too because you know exactly how you want to feel. And then you can really start to discern between I don't have time to do it. I can't be bothered with that to like, no, I'm doing this for myself. Oh, and I love, love, love that you brought up baby steps because we both love baby steps. And you mentioned it earlier that, yeah, it's not going from sweatpants to Gucci. Sometimes it is just an accessory change or a little, you know, a braid instead of wearing your hair down. And I remember thinking like, no, that's not going to do that much. And the funniest thing is I got these like thicker hoop earrings or like short and thick. And I wore them the other day, even though I was wearing a hoodie and and sweatpants and I got these new tennis shoes. But I was like, I just feel like sporty spice. Like I feel cute. And I remember I'm like, I feel different just from these little hoops. Like that was the babyest change, but it 
totally change my energy. And I think that's something that people overlook is those baby things really do cause massive transformation. Yes. I mean, I still remind myself of that every day. Like when I work with a new client that maybe I don't know as well. And I'm like, oh God, they're going to expect me to like come in and be like this, you know, your favorite designer, right? Like I'm, I'm like, shit. And I start putting all this pressure on myself and I'm like, okay, no, Katie, remember it's just that next best thing. And it's little things have the biggest impact. And like for me, and I'll talk about this, like, you know, relentlessly is like lipstick and like last week, and I'm going to blame it on the eclipse and Merc Mercury retrograde and all the thing. I had such a bad week last week or a couple of days that were just like rough and I was in my head. And I even remember like I was taking a shower, get my kids ready for school. And I was just like in my fucking head. And then I finished doing my makeup and I put on my lipstick and I chose a color that I knew was like one of my go-to. It's the one I wore my photo shoot. It's just like my badass color. And a second I put that lipstick on, the thoughts in my mind shifted. I went from like, no one cares. You're, you're going to be, you know, like your business is going to tank, you know, all these stories I was telling myself to like, but you got this, like go yes. do a YouTube video. What are you waiting for? I love it. It's like literally that quote. That's like, just put on red lipstick and like suck it up and get back to the day. It's like, yes. really, red lipstick can change the game. Don't. Yes. Underestimate. <laughs> Don't. I was just like, and it was just, it was so powerful. And I was like, I'd feel it all the time. But like that day, I really, really felt it. Like, because I was definitely in my feelings. And like, that's normal. And I was like, Ooh, this is a self care tool. And the more we lean into like, it doesn't have to be hard. And most of the time, it's not radically hard. Most of the time it is drinking water, going for a walk, five minutes of breath. It, it's not this life changing, like, altering thing you have to do. It is the little teeny things that add up. It's the little teeny habits. It's the baby steps. It's no matter what area of your life you're working on. Oh, so, so true. I'm so glad we brought that up because it really is like the, the little hoops change my energy wearing like certain rings just totally lift my mood. I'm not wearing them now. I should have. They're like my mood boosting rings that I'm like, now I do kind of feel naked without them because I always feel this lift of energy and it can totally change. But you have your astrology shirt on and that's perfect. Yeah, I have my little astro shirt on. I wear my hoops. Like I actually had my hair different, but I always put it up when I wear the, uh, when I do the podcast. So my hair doesn't yeah, get on the no. headphones. <laughs> yeah, <Often>. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, it's so funny too i feel like i keep jumping on zoom calls or something without like without my style showing and i'm like i promise i hired a stylist like i invested in a stylist but now it's really i just noticed even if i just change my top i'm like oh my god i feel better like just a cute little you know sweetheart top i'm like oh my god i feel ready to go and that's something I would love to maybe wrap up with is like some style trends or forecasting or something like what's on the radar for you? Like, what are you seeing clients really loving doing? I mean, anything around style, I would love to hear your tips and insights. Yes. So when you were just talking, one thing I was thinking of, and I think this is still relevant is chances are you have things in your closet. You don't have to go spend the money. I think that, that closet edits are my favorite because I see your clothes as brand new clothes. They're not my clothes, right? So like, that's one thing is don't underestimate the stuff you have in your closet. Like, absolutely don't. But I think as far as like what's on the horizon and just like style tips and tricks, I think the biggest thing that we can do is like absolutely lean into your self-expression a thousand percent. But what you're really seeing where things really come through and 
people like when you're there's always those people where you're like oh they look so put together and like what is that always think of your outfits or when you're getting dressed as like layers and it once you just like layer things on top of things it just creates a different dynamic and when you start thinking about it in layers then it becomes easier to follow that trick of like it's the one simple thing because you know it's like okay i know you're gonna wear pants and tops unless you you know we're not wearing clothes but then you don't want to work with me anyway but we know we're gonna wear pants and tops or dress so then like what can we layer on top of it and then when we do that layering game for me personally this is my favorite part is when i play the layer game on what comes next then i think of like how do i want to feel so then like for you, so you're like, oh, I don't have my rings on. So it's like, okay, I got my pants and my shirt on and I felt really good in this. This is good. But what's the next layer that's really me? So like, is it the gold rings? Is it the earrings? Is it the hat? So like the summertime, you know, you can't put on a jacket, which is a lot of people's go-to. So think of it as in scarves, hats, sunglasses, or even, you know, a fashion piece, anything that's on your physical body, the color of your fingernails. And like, I remember you and I talked about that with colors. You were like, oh, I thought it could only be my shirts. And I was like, no, it's your shoes. It's your fingernails. It's your accessories. Um, and I think the biggest thing that's coming out of the pandemic, and I was on a Styles Summit a couple, it's probably been months now, is people are embodying the casualness, right, of working from home. But the next layer is, and it's exactly what you said earlier, and I know people can't see me, I was like freaking out, is like wearing the hoops with the hoodie, wearing nice shoes with your sweatpants. There's also this new trend of people wearing trench coats with their gym clothes, like dressing up the casual. So I think that's something really fun to play with. And I know we're like in here on the East Coast of the US, like it's dead summer and we can't even imagine the fall, but it is coming. <laughs> so think about like how you can begin to layer things as we move through that. And just be yourself. Like what's that pop of personality? And then the other really big trend that you'll start to see everywhere, if you haven't already noticed, is just like the brights and the bright colors. There's definitely a lot of 90s stuff that's coming back, which is fun for me because I was in high school when that was out. But um, we're definitely starting to see a lot of the brights from like the 80, late 80s, early 90s. And that's really just the color psychology around people wanting to feel good. And when things are bright, you feel hopeful. And like hope is a definitely a feeling that I think a lot of people are really looking for coming out of Corona is this hope that things are shifting back to not what they technically were. Cause I think we lost a lot of things that needed to be lost, but like this hope of like a new beginning. It's almost like, if you think of the sun, right? So it's like super bright. And while that color technically we attach to it is yellow, you can start to just attach the brightness and the boldness to colors in general. And um, I know that I'm on a tangent now, but that's my other favorite thing that I love to tell people too, is like, it's not, we create the trends. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't want to be trendy. Don't worry about being trendy. And like, I can talk about the trends all day long. Just worry about what feels good because we create those trends. Everything that we see happening in the world is a direct reflection of how we're living our lives. Like, and COVID's a perfect example. None of us were going to dress up in our house. We weren't even going to wear jeans in our house. And we created that. Retailers reacted to that because we've created that. So like you are the one creating the trends. It's never the fashion bloggers. They're responding to the feedback that they get. So that's just another way to like tap back into yourself and know that you are good enough and that you know this stuff. You just need to hold the space for it and show up.
Oh, I love, love, love all those insights. And I'm definitely embracing the casualness. I remember one of the first things I bought right after one of our sessions was this blue blazer. But I remember thinking, I can't wait to wear this with like biker shorts and those like dad shoes and socks with like a crop top. But I was like, wait, what? Chelsea, like three years ago would have been like, okay, you need to wear this with like a formal silk blouse and like black trousers. And that's not where my mind went at all. It totally went to street style and casualness. And I think it's just so fun now to see all these different, these different ways of expressing yourself come up. Like you said, especially with Corona, people are just, I feel like people have had so much time alone. It's like, okay, the jig is up. Like I want to wear what I want to (laughs) wear. I'm going to go out how I want to go out. We don't need to like wear what we thought we had to. And I'm just loving that you shared so many of those amazing insights with us. And blazers and shorts. Oh my God. I can't believe I forgot that. That's like one of my favorite trends right now. Like I think it's so fucking cute. Yes. So do that. (laughs) Oh, I love, love, love that. Well, I always end the podcast by asking everybody if they were not an expert in what they're doing now. So you're clearly an expert in style and coaching. What would you be doing? What do you wish you would be an expert in if you weren't an expert in styling? Oh God. If I wasn't an expert in styling, what do I wish I was an expert in? Um, I'm going to say like painting or something like with my hands, like last summer during COVID, I painted my dining room table and it was definitely like one of those like find yourself experiments. This is before I lost my job. So I don't have a real good excuse, (laughs) but it was like so amazing to watch something like transform. I was like upcycle furniture. And that's just something I've always been like attracted to, but I don't know if that's my real passion, but it was such an amazing experience to see something like go from this version to like this so much better version of itself. And like, now I'm like, Oh, I had that table for 10 years. Now I'm going to keep it for until the legs literally fall off. Cause it's bright pink now. Um, so that's what I would do is like, I would be a really cool furniture restoration person. Oh, I love that. I feel like I need to do that too. It's such a nice way to spruce it. It kind of goes back to styling though. It's like you're styling your furniture. <laughs> I love that. Amazing. Well, I know so many people are going to inquire to work with you after this podcast. So what are some things that you have going on and what are ways that people can get in touch? Yes, for sure. So I run my own podcast called Just Realized and it's all the things. It is style, but it's just like mindset shifts and just like all the tools and all the amazing women that I've met along the way, like Chelsea on the podcast where we connect. Um, I just launched my first website for styling or my brand new website for styling. So you have to check that out because it's brand new. So that's katiejuststyled.com. And then you can download the um, cycle syncing guide on there. It's like 18 pages. We go through every single phase. I have journal prompts in there and space to write and like style syncs and did you knows and fun stuff like that just to get it started. And of course, like my favorite lipsticks. And then in honor of that, I am running like a little $77 intro offer to just kind of get women started. So we do a style console. I have a best um, body silhouettes guide and some Voxer support. So like back in, um, I don't know how familiar everybody is with Voxer, but it's like a, like a walkie talkie app. We can go back and forth and I'm doing that for 30 days because that gets most women through their cycle so that we can connect. And I would just love to know like what comes up for you, like each week as you try to embody those styles. So yes. And of course the, um, Instagram. So I spend like all my time there hanging out, connecting, like those are my friends because I work at home by myself. (laughs) So Katie Allen stylist on the gram. 
Love it. And we are going to link everything in the show notes. So you guys can definitely run and book with her because obviously you're going to book up. I already know this is like an incredible (laughs) offer. So I had so much fun today and thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I had so much fun, Chelsea. Well, that's a wrap for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it just as much as I did. Be sure to follow Katie at Katie Allen Stylist, and you can follow me at Chelsea Reif and at Non-Expert Opinion Pod. Tag us in your Instagram stories and let us know your favorite part. I'm curious to hear what you all think about syncing up your style with your cycle, because again, I think that's so genius. And just a reminder, Mic Drop Early Bird Enrollment is closing down this Sunday. It will then move to regular registration. So if you want to save $97, definitely take advantage of that offer. Again, it's shutting down August 15th, Sunday at midnight EST. And you can find all the information on my website at chelsearipe.com. And then just go to the navigation bar and hit Mic Drop and you'll find all the details, including the payment plans there. And one final note is that anybody that leaves a review during the month of August is getting entered into a giveaway to win the summer reboot. This is my three-day audio course, which is one of my favorite things I've ever created. It's simple audio lessons each day that come with some prompts. And there's also a transcription that will have you feeling totally energetically rebooted by the end of it. I made it short and sweet, but impactful and powerful. And so anybody that leaves a review during the month of August, again, you'll be entered into a giveaway to win the summer reboot. And I, you know what? I think I'm going to give away three of them. I think three of you are going to be winners. So be sure to send your review into my Instagram, which is at Chelsea Rife or at non-expert opinion pod, or email me info at chelsearipe.com. All right. Thank you so much for listening. I will see you next week.